There's a guy, he's in Austin, Texas. And he was out with a group of friends in downtown Austin. And I keep hearing that Austin is growing so much that they're getting a lot, they're getting more crime than they used to have. You know, Austin, Texas has become an enormous city now. And they are having trouble, at least in certain parts of the city, with crime because they've you know, gotten way more populated. Nonetheless, he was in downtown Austin and he was out drinking with some friends and he wound up getting an Uber ride home. Smart. But, oh, yeah, of course. But what he says is the last thing he remembers is calling for that Uber, and the Uber driver somehow slipped him a Mickey. Roofied. A a roofied by the Uber driver, and it's a huge scam. In fact, this is, okay, here's here's what happened to him. Now, he's he's telling his whole story. He has not been identified. Yeah, so I was out with a group of friends, uh, downtown Austin. Um, We had been at a couple bars. It was, you know, in no way to the point of blackout drinking. Okay, so he's he's, he's had a few, sure, tipsy, whatever. He gets the last thing he remembers. He says, "Is this?" You know, the last kind of memories I have were, you know, hanging out around, you know, the DJ booth upstairs near the dance floor, um, you know, <laughs> dancing a little bit uh, by the bar upstairs, and then FaceTiming, uh, you know, my cousin, letting him know that I was getting into an Uber, um, and then I woke up the next morning in my bed. Total blackout situation. So from Uber, Uber to, bed, to bed, no nothing. memory. Okay, wasn't like he was trying to sleep with anybody. This is different. You know, yeah, he, he's just yeah, getting in a car. car. He's yeah. going home, and he wakes up in his own bed and goes, "God, what happened?" Then he does a little looking around. His phone is gone. His wallet is gone. His wallet's gone. His now wallet. Wallet's my gone. wallet's gone, and there's n- no question of it. So he checks on a statement at the bank. He winds up getting a computer. Checks his statement at the bank, and from the time he was dropped off to when he woke up, thirteen thousand dollars was spent on his account, and his credit cards were all gone and everything. There was multiple, multiple um, charges done there. Here's the issue: uh, he's called his bank about this, and they won't help him because they say we're really sorry to learn what's happened to you, but we reviewed your claim and. We confirmed that the claims were denied because your your PIN was used with no invalid attempts and made when the ATM transactions were completed or after the card was reported lost. So he has he's it doesn't there's no way to prove fraud. They they count uh, wrong attempts. Yeah, I guess so. I guess so. And there and so anyway, uh, he says they won't help. Him. He said that was you. He said mm-hmm. that was you, but he says no, it was some Uber driver who. Caused him to black out, but he didn't say anything about like getting a drink from the Uber driver or anything like that. Well, apparently this scam is going on where a rideshare driver will come and pick you up and do something like this. That's what they're saying. Zero stars. <sighs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh yes. my God. Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. And then they ask him, "Well, have you been able to get any answers yourself?" It's been exhausting. I've spent over a hundred hours of my personal time trying to find the right you know, entity that's willing to have my back. And no one will. His bank will not help him. And they've just said, look, you can't prove this is fraud. I mean, it looks Mm. like you did this. It looks like you bought this stuff. Something's amiss here with this whole thing. Mm -hmm. Agreed. The charges were at Walmart's in Katy, Texas. They accumulated charges of $12,877.48. Is that close to Austin? I don't know my geography. Must be. Must be. Or, but, you know, they had time to go anywhere they wanted, but I assume that's fairly close to Austin. Or you could order online, I guess. 
But he mm. says that uh, when he woke up and the phone and the credit card was gone, he just assumed he'd be able to get back the money from the bank because it was stolen, and they don't really believe him, or mm. they don't know. You know, they can't prove it. The fact that these were at Walmart's makes me a little believe it a little more. Oh, I totally believe him. I mean, you know, he's well. But what's what's he trying to do? He said yeah. he spent tons and tons of time on it. I have seen. Um, and they did this at like a video of somebody doing this at a Walmart self checkout, mm-hmm. basically using a ghosted debit card mm-hmm. and getting it approved right away, like without a pin. I don't know what ghosted means. Means like they took uh, the number from the card from his ATM card, made a fake, put that to a fake credit card that they swiped mm. at a self checkout, and then you don't need a pin. And well, they still were able to like basically get around it without a pen, although it was a debit card. How do you get around it without the pen? That's my question. Because yeah. uh, reading the statement from the bank, they said, we reviewed the claims. We confirmed that the claims were denied because your pen was used with no invalid attempts. Now, how would they know his pen? Uh, there's got, I, there have to be a tiny number of people who write their pens on their cards. We've heard this before. Yeah. But Maybe. I can't imagine many people still do that. He didn't say he did anyway. I mean, that if he said I wrote my, you can't use it as a credit card at a drugstore, can you? Not, no. I don't. You have to put the. It doesn't give you the option like at a gas station at a gas pump when you use it. It says you want credit or debit, debit, and then you don't have to put the card. It knows that the you don't have to put your pin in there. They they say that, and they got money out of the ATM, and you know you have to have a pin then. They somehow she. I'll bet you he didn't go on a spending spree. We can't. I mean, he didn't. It doesn't strike me that way. He says, I mean, this happened in August. He's been working on it for three months, and he said, I'm at my wit's end, and he lost all this money. So, I mean, unless he's just fishing for $12,000 from the bank, but I don't think I don't think he mm-hmm. is. And uh, Or he really did get the money and gave it to, to a I don't think to so. a hooker or isn't it more likely that if some if he truly blacked out from the time he was in the Uber till he woke up the next morning that she just was able to finagle his pen out of him? You know maybe. what you maybe if you believe that maybe she says let's go by the bank and mm-hmm. maybe the first transaction she watched him do it while he was yeah. out of his mind mm-hmm. and she watched the pen up. But he said he wouldn't black out drunk. Well, but he doesn't remember anything since. Or he did it at the club. He used the ATM at the club. Maybe they and, watched him. And a girl was with him. Watched you know, him. I was dancing with her. She came and watched. And mm-hmm. and they were in it together. And he's drunk. Yeah. Uh, Austin, you're talking about this Uber uh, crime. Go ahead. Morning, guys. I was just telling Biggie, I'm wondering if he got drunk enough because, you know, he blacked out. But he got drunk enough to, to give the driver the PIN number. So the driver used the pin number, and that's why it looks like he had zero failed attempts. I think either I think he gave it to her, whether he was too drunk or she made him drunk or she watched him use the machine. Mm. I think she got the pin number from him, then still knew he was going to be blackout drunk because she gave him something, mm. and then got the card, and then it's, you know that's it. How do you think the bank should react to that? What can they do? Can I mean, they he just, gave he, if drunk or not? I mean, yeah. he, if he did give another person the number. Well, I mean, it's not their responsibility, is it? But the not police the bank's problem. Let, let's assume she slipped him a Mickey, and he was delirious, and she goes, "Hey, baby, what's your pin number?" And he goes, "You know, four five nine one." Yeah. And she's got it. You know, it's it, it's a crime, but is the bank responsible for helping him out? And I guess the big thing is too is if he claims he got slipped something, where and how? I don't even know if he claims he's got a slip something. He just says, "I don't remember anything yeah. after getting in that mm-hmm. vehicle." You know, the last thing I remember was telling my cousin, "I'm getting an Uber." And he didn't remember a thing after mm. that. So she certainly could have gotten him to admit his PIN number if, yeah. if she slipped him something or whatever. Well, you can just pass out and not uh, – you can just pass out on a, on a 
you know, right at the drop of a dime right there. You can, you can just, but, trust me. You know, but again, <laughs> well, I know God knows you've perfected that. But uh, he says, if you believe his story, he's like, I'm, you know, I, was tipsy. I don't completely believe his story. I do. I, I when I saw him, I was like, I, I believe this guy. You know, he's down it's almost, like, it's almost like his his blackout. There's too many holes. Mm. There's too many missing parts. Uh, Matthew, you wanted to comment on this. Go ahead. Uh, yes. Yeah, so with bank cards now, um, most of them can run as credit as well as debit. So when I go to Walmart, I don't have to put my pin in with my debit card. I just hit cancel, or you can hit enter, and then it says you hit sign for purchase. But I never signed. Mm-hmm. So that's skeptical out there. But you don't have to use your pen. Hmm. It can be debit or credit. Maybe that's what she did. And they don't ever check the signature. You can just make a oh, yeah, squiggly line, right? I don't know why they make you sign anymore. Yeah. But the, the bank says, we confirm, we, we confirm that the claims were denied because your pen was used with no mm-hmm. invalid attempts. I guess my question is, if, if this happened, then why will no one help him? Why? Why? Does police can't investigate this? Do they not say there's enough evidence? I mean, but if, he, if if I call and tell this story, won't police go and try to get that camera evidence that Flanders called about and say, let's look at an ATM? Surely you can go back and see. Would you take a blood test the next day if you've been roofied and you're down $13,000? But that'd still be in your system? I don't know any of those things. Yeah, I would think but, so. But if you tell that story, would the cops not say, okay, let's do a little backtrack. Let's go see where your yeah. phone is, where where this pen was used, you know? And we'll go to the Walmart. And, I mean, get, and, and police should say, can we look at your... But Dave says they don't have to give up that camera information, but it seems like if police <laughs> asked for it, they would. Yeah, because, and by the way, that camera stuff is released to the media all the time. We see pictures from inside Walmart where somebody's saying, have you seen this person? Yeah, yeah. when, they, when so, they want to catch somebody. but well, they, Why don't but they, they want don't to catch want, this person? Because they don't care. They don't have enough time for this. If, if, it's $13,000. People I, lose that kind of money every day. I mean, well, that, what I, if I, they lose $800? Well, they, they're not going to, they're not, well, they, police are not going to go sit in a Walmart. Well, he didn't lose $800. He was $13,000. That's a felony. It doesn't matter. $800, $13,000, $100,000. So you're telling me if I call the police and yep. say somebody just robbed me of $13,000, they're going to, we don't have time. Or they're going to give me the runaround. They'll file a report, but they're not going to go to Walmart for you and look it up. I think they will. I do, too. Uh, that's the whole, yeah. <laughs> My God, they're yeah. police. You I mean, especially when because Walmart could be out that money, too. Because if the bank says, well, we're not paying you Walmart for that. Well, I think the, the guys out Walmart the got what they wanted. They got their money. They got their yeah. money. They, uh, Why do they care? I, it's, I just feel like I feel like it, the guy should be helped, and he's not being helped. You know, it's Did he like, go to the police? Yeah, well, I, that's well, a see, good that's question. part of it too. If he didn't go to the police, that's why I'm saying there's there's, there's we know he went to the story bank. that aren't there. Well, he spent a hundred hours trying to find out what happened, so I can't imagine he didn't go. to I the I would police. assume the police would have been the first call. Well, you'd think if it wasn't, then I do question the guy. Uh, well, I question his um, why go to the bank first. Well, maybe first the bank, but then call the police and let's yeah. let's get him involved in this. I mean, he's down almost thirteen. Well, because it's like there's no. I mean, there's a lot. That's why I say his story's a little off. There's no talk of the Uber driver because he'd be able to tell you who was Uber. Yeah, who's the Uber was. driver? Let me tell you again. He said the last thing he did was FaceTime his cousin and say, I'm getting ready to grab an Uber. He does not remember a single thing after that. We don't even know if he got in an in Uber. An Uber. Okay. We have no idea. Somebody at the club could have seen him punch in his key, his ATM code, stolen his wallet, stolen his phone, driven him back to his house. Well, why put him put in him his own bed? That's another question. It's a very odd <laughs> How thing. How did that happen? How did he get in his own bed? If he didn't get an Uber and exactly. say where he lived, it's a, I don't know. It's a real mystery as to what happened to this I mean, that's guy. a very thoughtful thief. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, 
Or did the person go home with him and uh, and get his ATM code somehow? In possibly, who knows? Who knows? That's a, I don't maybe know. maybe a hooker, and he doesn't want to admit to it. You always you are blaming him. You're like he's done he's got something. holes in his story. If you go to the if you go to the police department, they're going to ask all these questions. They're not going to say we, you got a nice face. We believe you. How, how, he has nothing in his story. He says I called for an Uber. I told my cousin I'm calling an Uber, and I don't know a thing after that. What you, there is no story except I'm out. Well, he provides. He needs to provide his phone records. He needs to go to to get wherever his phone was and get with his phone mm-hmm. company and find out what other numbers were made that night or wherever the of course he need all of that but but has he done that well the police i don't know the article we don't know if he's been to the police either but if he went to the police the police should help him if he didn't go to the police then well then then that's that's his problem yeah he he just went to the bank you always think he's hiding if he didn't go to the police and he's out thirteen thousand dollars you want him to go to walmart but you don't want him to go to the cops I didn't say that. I said his first move should go to the police. But if maybe he's just not that bright and he went to the bank. (laughs) I just why do you you insist on thinking he did something wrong? The man looked devastated. I mean, (laughs) I'm sure he does. He's out thirteen thousand dollars. He's out thirteen. But if he did it to himself, I don't think he would spend a hundred hours and go on the news and and go on the news and say, "Oh my God." He just is like, "I'm out thirteen thousand dollars." He's not even married. He's. It's not like he's trying to hide it from his wife. He hasn't really done anything. Unless he's done something illegal. Well, even then, what do you do? Just shut up. You know, I mean, you're out $13,000. But he's, he did not shut up. I, I just, that's why I don't think he did anything wrong. I think he did. I think his story is true. Now, I think he should have gone to the police, and maybe he did. And I do think, I don't believe you when you say the police don't care when someone's robbed $13,000. I didn't $13, say they don't 000. care. I said you, they don't, you literally said they don't care. They don't, put, they don't have time to put people on it. A $13,000 robbery. I don't think they're going to run to the to the cameras that day as soon as you file the report. I, I disagree. I think if you say someone robbed me of thirteen thousand dollars, they're going to open an investigation. I mean, that's a thirteen that's a felony. That's a big amount of money. Uh, Brian, you have a similar story. Go ahead. Yeah, uh, I had a friend who lost twelve thousand dollars on online charges. They happened in a very short period of time. Now that kind of activity does look suspicious, but Working with the bank, the bank was skeptical on giving us all the money back at first. And what we had done was we uh, told them that if they don't, we're going to find a lawyer to help us get the rest of the money back. Because they were just going to give us $3,000 back. But uh, what ended up happening was uh, they wouldn't help us, so we started talking to lawyers. But eventually, the... uh, the process, it, they went through the process of uh, checking the phone calls, and someone from up higher at headquarters at the bank uh, called us and said that they're going to help us, and they actually went ahead and uh, gave us the rest of the money back. Oh, you did mm-hmm. get it back eventually. What they need is the what he needs is the police and a lawyer. The, I, I, a lawyer would really mm-hmm. help him. I, I definitely the police, and then a lawyer. I think he needs both of those things. Thank you, Brian. We'll ask our lawyer about it. She'll be with us tomorrow right at this time. We'll see what she has to say. All right, one more quick call on it. Rick, this guy who claims he blacked out for 12 hours and lost $13,000. Go ahead. So just to kind of follow up on what Biggie was saying, and that the fact that this happened in Katy, Texas, which is several hours away from Austin. Katy's just outside of Houston. Okay. It's nowhere near Austin. So it probably was a ghosted card. Well, because of that, that makes this a cybercrime. 
And most police departments do not have a well-funded cybercrime division, so they're not going to follow up on that. Well, there's what Dave's wow. saying. That's what Dave's saying is they don't have the resources to follow up. Depressing. That's, it's a shame. You should see this guy. You see this guy's face. You should see him. <laughs> well, he's out thirteen thousand. I understand. I'm sure he's upset. Yes. It, and it just hit me. It just hit me. This is one of those times you will trust a complete stranger. Right. But if I said it, you'd be like, he's spinning on a hooker. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. So, you, it's so true. You will once again yeah, trust a so complete right. stranger with no evidence. Hundred percent. And if I came in in tears, like, oh my god, I'm out thirteen grand. You'd be like. Well, it's because you're a drunk fool. He must not have had his tongue pierced or his <laughs> yeah. nose pierced. Gosh. He didn't. Or visible yeah. tags. He didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Your predecessor did just that. He came in one day and said, I'm yeah. out $15,000. I got scammed. I got scammed. I said, do your job and shut up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Again, you will always trust strangers over the people you it's know. A it's, it's a true. fact. I can't deny it. I cannot. <laughs>